Welcome to the RTO Superhero Podcast with me, Angela Connell-Richards, where we will explore the complexities of compliance and how to ensure business success within your RTO. This podcast is for anyone within the training industry who wants to learn from my experience as an RTO consultant, RTO manager, trainer and assessor, and entrepreneur, as well as the experience of other experts in this field. Listen in and let us help you become the RTO superhero you want to be. Hello and welcome again. This is Angela. In today's episode, I'm going to be going through the new ASQA audit model. Lots of things have changed with ASQA and I'm going to be covering off all of those. The big part is ASQA has now got this new motto, working together for better regulation. So it's where they're really focused on working with an RTO, very different from the ASQA in the past that we have worked with before. On the 30th of April 2020, the Australian Government released a rapid review into the regulatory practices and processes of ASQA. In the report, it outlined 24 recommendations to reform the way ASQA operates in line with the best practice governance, regulation and engagement. The report also provided a long-term vision for better regulation for the Australian VET sector. And it was very much looking into how they can work better with registered training organisations, which is a big change from what we've had since ASQA's inception in 2011. Over the years since I've been an RTO consultant, and that's been over 12 years now since 2009, I have seen the highs and lows of working within the training sector. So much has changed, and in particular, the way we're being regulated as an RTO. I've seen some good the bad and the ugly when it comes to working with ASQA auditors. One of the things that we did is we actually implemented a number of years ago a ASQA auditor matrix. And in the auditor matrix, we actually identified what were the idiosyncrasies of different auditors and how we could meet those requirements. For example, we mapped each auditor against each standard and what did they expect at audit against those different standards. And this is one of the things that were identified in the report is the inconsistencies between auditors and how they conduct an audit. So ASQA have commenced a program of work to implement the recommendations of the review and the program is firmly focused on delivering best practice regulation. So what does this mean to you as an RTO? So what the rapid review identified was that ASQA aren't really working with the uh, the RTOs. They're not educating. They haven't been identifying how they can improve the sector. So you may have noticed that there's been quite a few changes with ASQA and how they're operating. One of the big things that came out recently was the new Spotlight On series. The Spotlight On series is a series of training and information fact sheets that they're providing to RTOs that give you updates on what what it means to be compliant with different legislation. 
Some of the spot on series has been very much focused on the biggest non-compliances at audit. And one of those such things is trainers and assessors. So they did a spotlight on series with trainers and assessors, online learning because of uh, the amount of RTOs that transition from face-to-face training to online learning in the last 18 months. They really identified that we need to make sure that we're collecting sufficient evidence when we're delivering online. So with ASQA's reform occurring in tandem with a wider VET reform, their focus will be ongoing over the next few years. So we're going to see a lot of changes happen over the next uh, couple of years. We've already seen a major change with the way ASQA are auditing. To start with, it's not called an ASQA audit anymore. It's called an ASQA assessment. They're assessing your ability to be able to provide quality education. So that is one major change that has already been implemented that we're seeing at ASQA audits. And it's a good change. It's very much gone back to the story of practice process that we had many years ago when we were under state regulatory bodies. And we also had that somewhere in between with ASQA auditors. As the National Vet Regulator, their role is to ensure the quality vocational and education to the students, employers, the community and governments. And it can, they can have confidence in the integrity of the training products being delivered by training providers and the certificates that are being issued. ASQA's current reform work is part of the broader government vision for VET, as outlined in the Heads Agreement for Skills Reform, which includes supporting reforms to strengthen standards and build provider capacity through self-assurance. So this means there is a bigger emphasis on RTOs being responsible for managing their continuous improvement across the sector. And this is in support of the recommendations from the rapid review. And what we're seeing is that ASQA in their assessments are now putting it back onto the RTOs to implement and put into systems and practices to ensure that their non-compliances are rectified internally within their organisation and that you can map out what that process will be for that continuous improvement throughout your organisation. So what is self-assurance? Let's dive into that a bit further. So providers that effectively self-assure their practices have systems and processes in place to critically examine their performance and student outcomes on an ongoing basis. So this helps you to ensure that the ongoing compliance and identify ways in which you can improve your quality of practice. So this is really looking at your processes internally within your organisation. Are you holding monthly compliance meetings What is the continuous improvement process throughout your organisation? How are you identifying issues that may arise and then fix those issues and ensure that you're monitoring those on an ongoing basis to ensure that it doesn't happen again? How are you managing your risk to quality outcomes and in doing so, ensuring quality student outcomes are being assured. So what are you doing to ensure that the students have the quality outcomes and they're consistently being assessed and your training is consistent as well? 
The regulatory body needs to have confidence that you're meeting the regulatory requirements. So this includes meeting the quality standards now and into the future. So it's looking at what are you doing now and how can you improve your practices on an ongoing basis. So while feedback on self-assurance consultation paper has closed, we still, ASQA still want to hear from providers. But what they've really identified is what are you doing within your organisation? RTOs have an opportunity to submit your self-assurance examples. So providing feedback on self-assurance consultation paper is closed, but ASQA is still eager to hear from you. How are you ensuring your self-assurance to meet the compliance requirements and delivery outcomes for your students in an RTO? And they're asking you to provide that feedback and examples to ASQA so that they can see what that reform and what you are doing within your organisation to improve your practices. And the self-assurance process is very much focused on the quality assurance within your RTO. What what are the systems and practices that you're implementing into your organisation to ensure that you have ongoing continuous improvement throughout your organisation? In the consultation feedback, they had heard from a range of different RTOs. There was also a forum that was put together to identify steps moving forward for effective uh, self-assurance. So this included revising the annual declaration of compliance to better promote and support provider self-assurance and continuous improvement culture and practices. Let's face it, The old annual declaration of compliance really didn't do much at all because all you did was you ticked a number of boxes to say whether you're compliant or not. And most RTOs were just ticking yes, 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 that they were compliant. So it wasn't really doing anything. So this is a good thing that they're changing this because we really need to identify, okay, what are the practices that we've got in place to ensure continuous improvement and compliance? The other steps are building trust so that providers feel comfortable in sharing the ways in which they are seeking to understand their performance and improvements they are making within their organisation. So part of this self-assurance requirement is looking at you being able to, as an RTO, to provide feedback to ASQA assessors and also gain feedback on what are the best practices to put into your organisation. Very different from what we've had in the past when it comes to ASQA. So it's very much that uh, story of practice and communication with the ASQA assessors to ensure that your performance is improving. Another area is identifying and understanding common areas of improvement that is important for us in developing targeted advice and and guidance to help RTO providers build effective self-assurance culture, capability and practice. And this is where professional development within your organisation is going to be very important to ensure that you have ongoing training with your team members so that they understand the compliance requirements. So I highly recommend you get your team members onto the Spotlight On series on the ASQA website. Sharing information about risks, this is what ASQA are going to do to enable providers to critically review their own practice in these areas and make any necessary improvements. So where there are risks that have been identified by ASQA, they're going to be providing fact sheets and spotlight on series and training to help you to be able to ensure that you're improving your practices against these risks that have been identified. 
Whereas in the past, ASCO were really targeting these RTOs with what they had identified as risks, but they weren't providing us uh, RTOs with the opportunity to be able to fix those risks within their organisation. You didn't know what was a risk until you got to an audit and you didn't know what whether you were going to be targeted or not. So this is a really good different process that we now have where it's really looking at how are you being effective within your organisation and are providing continuous improvement throughout your organisation. The anticipated outcome of these actions by ASQA on providers are put into a better position to develop effective self-assurance systems for identifying risks to quality outcomes and fixing problems as they arise. Stronger assurance and oversight of their own performance will enable you as an RTO to continuously improve uh, your organisation. This will inform the nature and frequency of compliance and monitoring within your organisation and how ASQA can assist you with managing your compliance in the future. So contributor overview, the self-assurance consultation paper had contributors from a range of different areas. There were 40 privately operated RTOs, eight enterprise RTOs, seven TAFE skills institutes or polytechs, and then there were two community-based providers, two secondary skills and one professional association, uh, and there were two, five others. There were 65 submissions all up, and it was very much focused on how can we improve communication with ASCARA between ASQA and RTO providers. This is great news for the training industry, a breath of fresh air for how we are being regulated now and into the future of being an RTO. When I first heard about these changes, it was like a weight had been lifted and I could see the tides had changed. It is looking like we are going to be working with a much better regulator and it even says it on their website, working together with RTOs towards effective self-assurance. And that is their motto now. They've even changed the ASQA logo so that the uh, symbols within ASQA actually mean something. So when you look at the Q on the ASQA logo, that actually has a meaning behind it. And what that is, is they are looking at the RTOs as a whole and what you are doing as an RTO within your organisation. So being collaborative, communication, and also that continuous improvement within your organisation. I strongly recommend that anybody who is working within the training industry gets on board with providing feedback where they can to ASQA and also to any uh, government body where we're uh, particularly under this VET reform. And there are a number of good things that have already come out of the VET reform, so these changes with the ASQA, but there's also changes that are happening with the legislation for registered training organisations. I'm going to be doing a separate podcast on this when we know more about the new legislation that's coming out. But from what I can see so far, there are some great changes happening in our industry. Now, 
is a good time to be an RTO. Thanks for listening. I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us at the RTO Superhero Podcast with me, Angela Connell-Richards. Please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on your preferred podcast app. Each rating and review helps me fulfil my goal of helping training organisations around Australia to learn and grow in compliance and business success.